This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so I've actually been wondering this for a long time, uh, and I wanted to ask everybody this question. Does anybody read blogs anymore? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are taking you to 3 o'clock. Lindsay's at the controls. I'm asking the question, does anybody read blogs anymore? Um, mostly because I saw a article this morning about Kourtney Kardashian starting a lifestyle brand. And I thought, okay, well, first of all, what even is a lifestyle brand? Is that a blog? And then I thought, whatever happened to blogs? So we went down a winding road inside your mind this morning regarding all this. But I really have been wondering this for a really long time because I used to write a blog. I used to read a lot of blogs. Yeah. I used to wake up and sort of collect my blog feeds as though you, as, as people used to read the newspaper. There were a lot of people I appreciated their perspectives on things and I liked to read blogs. And more and more I've noticed that the Bloggers don't blog anymore, um, but many of them have turned into podcasters or have turned into vloggers on the YouTube. That would be making videos. Exactly. And yeah. there's all different types, all different ways of getting your message out there. And I frankly miss blogs. Just reading, simply reading somebody who went on to WordPress, made their own website, and was talking about whatever they felt like talking about that yeah. day. Yeah, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Does anybody read blogs anymore, or does anybody blog anymore? I mean, if you were a blogger, do you still write blogs? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Because I would argue that um, blogging, I think, was one of the first times that people realized that. They had a way, a platform to get their opinion or their thoughts out there. Um, anybody could be a writer. Anybody right. could be a columnist. The democratization of ideas was through blogs. Yes. And now sort of the next wave of that is through podcasting. Um, but I would, I'm going to say something that might be kind of unpopular. That's fine. Have an opinion. And I'm saying this into a microphone and to a medium that becomes a podcast later. But I, I, I don't think podcasting is as simple as people think it is. And I don't think it's as easy to have a good podcast as mm. people think it is. That's a good way to put it. Right? Well, mm-hmm. and to your point, Colleen, podcasts are real hot right now. 
And everybody, part of their strategy, part of their lifestyle brand start strategy, part of their blog strategy is to have a supplemental podcast to go along with whatever brand they might be sharing with the world. Right. And some of them are good. A lot of them are not are not so good. And, you know, to create anything that's going to break through the clutter is not necessarily an easy thing to do. Of course not. Um, especially if you're doing the thing that everybody is doing. But but with blogs, for some reason, I felt like the shareability of them, the ease of reading them, um, I could easily digest, you know, a blog. It was a less of a time commitment for me to read a blog. Well, of course, because you can just scan it and you can read it on your own time, get the information that you want. Yeah. And then you can move on and do something else and you can multitask with that. Exactly. But with a podcast, I don't, I am not much of a podcast listener. Which is strange because that is like the new, that is like the wave That's of the a future. Hot new thing. It's 2019. Right. Go mm-hmm. listen to my SoundCloud. I got a podcast and on I it. Say Please that follow me. As a podcaster, like. I have not been, <laughs> I am not a podcast consumer. Yeah. Really? Really? 651-641-1071. Does anybody read blogs anymore? I desperately like want to bring the blog back. But, but the you blogs totally- are here. Are they? I think they are. I think they're just in a different form. And I just think, when was the last time you remember like sitting down, like legitimately, like what year when you were with the, with the reading of the blogs, like you said, kind of a newspaper type yeah, of uh, 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 like thing. reading, like collecting, sort of looking at my feed. I would say da, 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 like 2011, 12. Right. A few things have changed around here with technology and uh-huh. the kid, it's the kids. It's about, the younger generation is really good at multitasking, they, but they don't like reading. They like to listen to the podcast, and then we, we use it all the time uh, between my talk and, and Score North, where I'm on, the, on that side, the headliner application, where you have the podcast, and then you can put text to it, and then people can read it or listen to it. You put it in the consumer's hands. Oh. Yeah, so you can, you can do that as well. I just think it's just changed a little bit. It's just not hard copy anymore. I think that, to your point, to Lindsay's point, mm-hmm. there's been an evolution in the way that we consume blog content because Uh blogs are still out there there are a couple of people whose blogs i really enjoy reading Mm -hmm. they've evolved into kind of what courtney kardashian is doing where it's a lifestyle brand not only you have the blog you have the podcast and you have the instagram feed so it's sort of like a multimedia experience yeah because i have a hard time getting my arms around what the heck when people say i'm a lifestyle brand Oh gosh. I don't understand don't know. what that means. It's like I'm going to tell you how to shop for toothpaste. I, it's so it's so vague and that's why so many people do it, Colleen. That's why so many people try to enter the lifestyle space and specifically Because it can be anything. Because it could be anything you want and specifically celebrities. Yeah. They can do that and sometimes they fail. I mean, think of all the actors and well, specifically actresses because if we're going to be honest, that whole lifestyle idea is somewhat gendered yep. into the female space Mm -hmm. but for every goop there's a blake lively yeah who have had a failed lifestyle because it's like well what the heck are you trying to sell like what is the blake lively lifestyle yeah we don't know it means nothing right uh amy's on the line hi amy amy uh does anybody read blogs anymore I well, I used to be a huge blog reader, but then Google and Google made it easy because they used to have an e-reader and you could just put your links in and then you could just go down the line. But once Google got rid of their e-reader, I kind of stopped reading blogs. Oh, my gosh. 
That is exactly I, part of what happened. You're right. So it just became inconvenient for you to read the blogs, and then it yeah. just kind of wasn't top of mind for you anymore, so then you just stopped. No, and I think, too, the um, well, yeah, because it used to be easy, and now you have to actually go to the site, and you have to remember all your oh, blogs. Yeah, it's hard. And, <laughs> and then um, Instagram, too, kind of made it easier, I think, for a lot of bloggers. They just kind of do short posts on pictures. Right. Right. So then I just started following my bloggers on Instagram and then I kind of got and if I wanted to read deeper, I could just then read their blog. OK, that actually is that actually is like the best, the best sort of what's the word? Not critique. Thank you, Amy. Um, not critique, but like the best sort of uh, explanation of sort of the evolution of it. Yeah. That I've heard, because it is true. A lot of those bloggers just sort of moved their content or moved the way people got their content over to Instagram. And it's not that they're not still generating the content, Mm -hmm. but it is true. I do think that when Google stopped with that reader, the Google, um, what did they call it? The Google reader. What was it called? I have no idea. But that's how I got my, the Google feed or whatever it was. That's how I got Mm -hmm. my blog feed every day. Um, Once they stopped, discontinued that, I think that probably... A lot of bloggers took a hit. I like to read. It's kind of fun. I do, too. <laughs> I agree. I like reading, too. Read. I just think the younger kids don't like reading. And so they just the toolbox changed out. They got new right. tools. They took away your e-reader and they gave you Instagram. That's it. You know, they're doing more showing rather than writing in this case. Uh-huh. But show and tell. They're showing. You know, interesting. It's crazy. Oh, man. These kids these days pushing me to change. Get off my life. Get off my lawn. Well, you know, there are people, though, who don't need blogs, who don't really need a vlog or a podcast or a lifestyle brand. Um, They just need, like, Twitter and, like... 160 characters Exactly. Exactly. I was just going to ask you how many characters, because I always forget. I think so. I don't know. Chrissy Teigen is using Twitter to drop truth bombs about chicken parts. And uh, the people... Chicken parts. It's true. I'm dead serious. And the people (sighs) are listening. We're going to tell you what she's saying and how the people are reacting after this on My Talk 107.1. You know, there are people who transcend blogs and vlogs and uh, podcasts and all they really need is Twitter, their phone and some thumbs. Uh, It's people like Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. She's magical. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainers on vacation. He appears to be having a lovely time. Uh, Holly Roberts and I are taking you to three o'clock. Kicking and stretching until three o'clock this afternoon. That's the darn truth. Lindsay's over there. She's running the controls. And, uh, and we're talking about Chrissy Teigen and how, just magical she is on Twitter. Truly she is. Here's the latest magic that she has uh, bestowed upon us on the Twitter box. She said something that <laughs> managed to get USA Today to devote many column inches to just this one tweet. Ready? Yeah, ready. Chicken breast is extremely popular for being literally the worst part of a chicken. Oh! Chrissy Teigen is dropping some truths about your chicken parts, y'all. I was going to say, guess what? She's right. What? 100% right. We have been conned into thinking that chicken breasts are the best part of the chicken. And that it is not. Uh Uh-uh. Not at all. Nope. What? Nope. Is it because it's big and probably cheaper? 
Is that why? Is that no. why? No. People think it's healthier because yeah. it's the white meat and it's, you know, the leaner meat, but it's not the flavorful meat. It's not the tastiest meat. Not at all. But Chrissy Teigen wrote this on Twitter. And let me tell you what. Twitter went bazonkers on this. It's controversial. It Apparently it was. I just think it's real. But people went crazy. And that's what I think is so amazing, honestly, about Chrissy Teigen is the power that she has in just a few characters to be as relatable as she is in a sentence and get people to literally melt down or break their necks in agreement. Yeah. I mean, you're either shaking your head yes, you're like, oh, yes, finally someone is breaking the myth about these dumb chicken breasts and how dry and flavorless they actually are. <gasps> or you want to throw your phone across the room and be like, Chrissy Teigen, you're full of lies. How could you? Chicken breasts are the best part, the most nutritious part of a chicken. Because again, she's, this is not like a, she is not talking ever about anything that is a an important controversy in our society. Of course not. That's why she's fun. She's exactly. the queen of banality. Mm-hmm. She is. And <laughs> she does it right. Like she yeah. gets you in a place where you're not like you're impassioned about it, but it doesn't matter. Yes. Right? She like, wants to create the dress controversy every time. Or like that along those lines. Yes. Stupid debate, but it's fun. Yes. Like she's the she's the Laurel and Yanny of everything. <laughs> well, we should call her that. Laurel. And I think that we should tweet her mm. and say, Chrissy, we just had a conversation over here at my talk and we said that you're the Laurel and Yanny of human beings she is do you think she would notice us i I don't know well remember (laughs) she's like twitter seinfeld i mean she just is like larry david she has this ability to just drop a bomb like this now by the way um back to chicken parts oh yes yeah we need to address that because a topic the thigh is the best part the thigh is the superior piece Uh, of the chicken for your cooking situations and for your mouth situations and i do want to just say this Lindsay. i don't know your age and you do not have to disclose it if you're not feeling the need i'm 27 today actually okay happy birthday by the way thank you uh Lindsay. Mm -hmm. i wish i would have known this when i was 27 Because I was still messing around with the chicken breast when I was 27. Yeah, let us drop some knowledge and wisdom. That was time wasted. Yep. Had I known at the young age of 27 Mm. that the thigh is the best part of the chicken, Mm. I would have been enjoying chicken far longer. Yes, Colleen! I know, right? Question. It is so true. Answer. What's in the chicken nuggets? Um, that's that not is, chicken. No. <laughs> Darn it. That is maybe the, I'm skewed. I regretfully yeah. inform you. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. But we would love to delightfully inform you about the wonders of chicken thighs. Look, if you have not turned yourself onto the wonders of chicken thighs, I apologize. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. 
complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Because you have not been living your best life up until this very moment. Because you can get chicken thighs with skin on, bone in. You can get them skinless, bone on, or you can get them skinless and boneless. And it doesn't even matter. All of it's good. Yeah. And guess what? Here's, here's, here's the thing. We're not in 1994 anymore. Mm-mm. We're not eating Snackwell cookies Mm-mm. anymore. Mm-mm. We're not eating little twigs of fat-free whatnot. Fat is it's, your friend. It's good for you. Certainly. It's good for you. It's good for you, and it's tastier for you. Try putting some chicken thighs in the crock pot tomorrow because you don't have time today. I'm sorry. It's too late. You didn't do it before you went to work. That's true. But you got your Instant Pot. You're good. Oh, yeah. That's true. Try it. Okay. So this is. <sighs> so do you see? Like This is what Chrissy Teigen does. She drops a bomb like that. And she's able to like get us pat impassioned. I understand she did something like this last week as well, Holly. Oh, yeah. So she got a new hamster last week. <gasps> oh, funny. Yeah. This is funny. Yeah. And Chrissy Teigen was having problems with the hamster. <laughs> like at one point, the hamster got loose and she didn't know what to do with it. And she was trying to like make fun things for the hamster to play in. I like that's totally relatable. See, that's the thing yeah. about it. Like so many celebrities have lost touch with what other people can relate to yeah. in life. Or they try to be relatable. Like John Stamos tried to be relatable with right. his whole Nick Jonas and we're joking back and forth, but it's totally manufactured. Like, it's like your agent told you to do this because you'd get attention for it. Chrissy Teigen just does it because she's Chrissy Teigen and yeah. she's awesome. She has just figured out how to share herself with us and delight us with, you know, chicken parts and hamsters. I mean, you know, like you do. That's what I want to be when I grow up. Chicken part and hamsters? That's it, man. We can work on that. Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, the opposite of Chrissy Teigen, we got D-Bags for you on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. Yeah. He'll be back later. Don't worry about it. Holly Roberts and I are here. Lindsay's at the controls, and we're telling you about celebrities that we call. D-Bags. D-Bags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, there's lots of D-Bags in the story. It's oh. just like a gathering Ooh. of D-Bags. Woo. A D-Bag-a-Palooza. Yes, it really Ooh. is. Okay, so, um, you know that Kanye West has a new tradition on Sunday evenings. He calls it church. Oh, oh, yes. So this is the thing that we talked about last week in this very segment. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, correct me, mm-hmm. remind me, Colleen. Yes. The name that we came to a consensus to. Well, the, you know, because he calls himself um, Jesus, uh, that Jesus has uh, a bunch of yahoos that are Thank following you. him. So this is really the gathering of, of the, the yahoos, yahoos exactly. every Sunday night at Kanye West's house. Yeah, like, I can't tell if they're like in a yard or, I don't know, in a park. I don't know, but they bring a bunch of rich people together, and I'm not sure. Looks what... like this is where they live. Oh, really? I okay. think so. Well, in any case, uh, they take video Instagram videos of it, and they post it, and he's the leader, and... I would be cautious of this, I, I will say, and that would be my first D-bag in the whole situation is Kanye. Well, you said there are a lot of them in the story. There's so, so right. many. Kanye West. D-bag for D-bag. the church situation. Don't even get me started. Okay. 
<clears throat> now, listen, I I will profess here to be a practicing Lutheran, and I do believe where one or two are gathered in his name. Yes. In Minnesota? I, I am a should, practicing Lutheran yeah. in Minnesota. Where, yes. Where would she be? Bad joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, in any case, I, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes. A Lutheran in Minnesota. Yes. We are so rare. You're correct. Uh, uh, no, but that uh, I do, you know, listen, yes, you can worship wherever and however. And yeah. I just am concerned about Kanye being in charge in this situation. Sure. I see your concern. Thank you. And mm-hmm. I reflect your concern and I also hold the same concern as you. Yes. Now, the second piece of this debaggery is the following. In one of the videos of their Sunday church, and I'm putting that in loose quotes, the Sunday service is what they call it. Okay, well whatever. <laughs> the, we know what they're we know what they're saying. Uh-huh. Uh, the camera pans across a, a an adorable small Little Northwest, uh, getting her groove on uh, to the music because there's a lot of music and it's probably great music at Sunday service. And she is dancing and she looks adorable, but she has lipstick on. Okay. How old is she? She's like six, I think, okay. five or six. Sure. Yeah, that's all right. Um, the Twitterverse was not having it. The uh, lipstick? They were mom shaming the mm. heck out of Kim Kardashian for allowing her daughter to wear lipstick. Oh boy! All right. Do people not have anything better to do? And no. they are my d bags. All of them. Congratulations. All of the shamers. Yeah. Are my d bags. Listen. Okay, man. You know the mommy shamers out there are fierce. They are and active mm-hmm. and loud. I'm gonna ask all those people mm-hmm. if you've ever decided to shame a celebrity for their parental activities than maybe look at oneself in the mirror. Right. Well, mm, yeah, I'm mean, saying anything. Yeah, it's this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I just always be careful. Be very careful when you cast a stone. Oh, yeah. Um, because in all likelihood, you are probably doing something that is uh, stone cast worthy. Yeah, as well. I mean, they're know. not perfect. I know it's shocking. I know it's shocking, Lindsay, but it's so frustrating. You know, listen, this is a six year old. Mm -hmm. She's wearing lipstick at her home, Mm -hmm. you know, dancing uh, with her friend, with her friend. It's not like think about it in those in that perspective. It's leave it alone. It's a okay. It's calm down. But interesting. Calm down. That people still now go. People still have this relationship with makeup yeah mm-hmm. you're right, and Holly. what it means to wear makeup mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that automatically if you're wearing makeup you're trying to sexualize right. yourself mm-hmm. i mean I, right. I that's what i'm like i'm looking at some of these comments on twitter mm-hmm. and that's kind of the message right yeah that people are receiving from that when we're just looking at northwest and she's <laughs> just wearing some makeup right what do, what does that mean right we are projecting all of this stuff we are the her. ones that are projecting it. Mm-hmm. yeah because the truth is like to a child that age she she sees her mother and her grandmother and her aunts and probably honestly her father 
putting makeup on all mm-hmm. the time. Exactly. And she probably like sees that as a grown-up thing to do. And as a child, it is normal to try to emulate what grown-ups do. Copycat, yes. yep. That's mm-hmm. part of what you do. That's part it's of play. Learning. And learning. Yeah. And and so for her to do that is like completely normal and fine and not a big deal. And everybody making it a big deal is their stuff, not hers yeah exactly or you know i'm just going off on a little tangent here but it does kind of remind me of when people are like oh well you're so pretty you don't need to wear makeup well yeah i am wearing makeup Mm -hmm. not a big not a big deal like not a big deal i it it goes into the broader issue of just like makeup or like the notion that people wear makeup because they're hideous trolls and they need to cover up their troll face right no you it's know? just a form of self-expression yeah, oh, yeah you're wearing like it for you that's yeah. the thing in north north i'm sure she wanted to wear it that's the thing about makeup people think that people wear it for others and some people do mm-hmm. but for the most part especially a six-year-old and is you know her mind she's wearing because she thinks it's it's pretty and that's it's how that, that's what makes her feel good yeah mm-hmm. anybody who has the same relationship wear all you want yeah, do who cares you, do you do you that's right live mm-hmm. your best life live it Anyway, chill, people. Yeah, chill. Calm down. Out. Does look nice and warm and sunny there at Sunday service. Oh man! Oh, in Kanye Pat- West's backyard. Really quick, before you go anywhere, can I just say this? I know you're segueing into the next thing, but can I just say that the yeah. sun today, when I was putting gas in my car, I felt it on my neck. <laughs> Hallelujah! It's happening here. Okay, move on. Well, we're pathetic. No, I know, but I just had to say it. Go I on. felt the same way this okay, morning. Good. I digress. Mm-hmm. All right, so I have a game to play. Mm-hmm. I have a D-bag game for everyone to play. Is the following D-baggy or amazingly diva? Oh, fun. Okay, good. Oh, I want to test Ooh. the room. D-bag or, or diva. diva? Yes, D-bag or diva. Okay. I present to you this afternoon, okay. Janet Jackson. Cool. Oh, boy. So, mm-hmm. Janet Jackson is one of the big performers at the Glastonbury Festival over in England. It okay. happens every year in June. It's a big darn deal. They get lots of various acts to headline this. Well, it was announced earlier this month, the headliners for Glastonbury. Janet Jackson, The Killers, The Cure, Kylie, I'm assuming that's Kylie Minogue, Miley Not Cyrus. Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm going to do it for 20,000 people. I brought my lip kit. Take that. Now, that would be amazing performance art. I okay, digress. Sorry. So they announced the lineup, Kylie Minogue. Yes. So big names across the board, all genres of music. So they announced the festival uh, on the 15th, actually. And they put out a poster on social media, a graphic saying the headliners, the killers, the cure, Kylie, Janet Jackson. Great, exciting, right? So Janet Jackson wants to get her fans hyped up for the fact that she's headlining this huge yeah. music festival. She shares that photograph of the Glastonbury Festival lineup on her Twitter account yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, something very important. I'm going to read you the lineup mm-hmm. on Janet Jackson's graphic. Mm-hmm. What? Do, and keep in mind what I just told you. Mm-hmm. Janet Jackson, The Killers, The Cure, <laughs> Kylie. She moved herself to first billing. Janet Jackson or her people totally moved herself to first billing on her own Twitter account. They actually went in and changed the poster for the Glastonbury Festival from the original one, oh. which had The Killers as the first headliner to Janet Jackson and then The Killers in second place. Now, I ask you, Colleen, and I ask you, Lindsay, mm-hmm. was that move by Janet Jackson D baggy or diva? D 
Diva. Oh, for sure. Diva for sure. Diva. Lindsay. I agree with you. That was diva. A total diva move by Janet Jackson. I love it. I am here (laughs) for that. Having your people photo. I mean, now I'm sure I don't know if Janet Jackson actually made the decision herself, but somebody on her team made the decision to put Janet Jackson in top, top, top billing at the Glastonbury Festival. Now, you can go and see her when she's headlining the 26th through the 30th in June if you want to go over to England and check it out. Bring boots. See, yeah, bring your wellies mm-hmm. because that's a music festival where everyone gets all muddy and a little messy. But okay, so we've ruled it here. Janet Jackson. I, Eva. I love Diva. that. Go, girl. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Get <laughs> yours. I mean, she's Janet bleeping jackson oh my gosh i really want to go isn't to the cure and killer though? both british bands though aren't uh, they both british no the killers are from vegas but the cure they're the british. Cure, like, yeah, yeah. She, i'm an american i will go ahead and, well, I mean, the, she, but she's janet jackson yeah, she's a legend I, and like I know, the cure is great and i love the cure and the killers i love the love killers and kylie minogue is a legend in her own yes too. but janet bleeping jackson i mean come on yeah. if you're nasty mm-hmm. miss jackson if you're nasty mm-hmm. move the girl up Put her up front where she belongs, okay? All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I have um, I have fallen in love with someone who I previously did not love. Oh. And I want to share it with you today. It warms my heart. Me too. Um, I'm excited to announce it. The person is Amy Schumer, and it is for one spectacularly big reason and i am very excited that she is talking about this thing and i want to tell you what she's talking about and why i've fallen in love with her as a result after this on my talk 1071 doesn't <sighs> hi um i'm in love and i'm excited i'm excited to share it with Spring you guys. has sprung it really has um and I, it's a surprise to me too because i didn't previously love this person but i've fallen in love Found love in a hopeless place. I did. I, find, I really did find love in a hopeless place with Amy Schumer. Um, this is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you today. Lindsay's uh, running the controls. Hey. Now, I'm really happy for you, Colleen. Thanks. I'm happy for your new love of Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm really confused because. because- this is a new love. This is a new love. It's kind of fresh, and it's also almost a 180 from the positions that you've held about Amy Schumer in the past. <laughs> well, I have so, fa- sh- Why the blossoming? I have found her to be uh, mildly abrasive in the past, perhaps. and You could get that from her for a some people. a little attention grabby. Um, and she has not always been my favorite person, right? But right. I have changed, and the reason why is because... Of this new Netflix special of hers. It's called Growing. And um, this is coming out actually today. It's available today. Uh, and it is a it is a recording of a show she did in Chicago. But it's specifically one piece of this of this special that I am excited about. And this is the thing that is making headlines. As you all know, or, or many people know, Amy Schumer got married very quickly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, after dating her husband for just a few months. Mm -hmm. She shares in this, uh, in this comedy special growing that her husband, Chris Fisher uh, has been diagnosed with Asperger's Mm -hmm. 
And she shares this in great detail and in the most amazing and loving way in this special growing. And I absolutely fell in love with her for the way she lovingly shares the story of falling in love with Chris and his diagnosis because of my own connection to Asperger's. So how did she share it? Okay, so the way she shares it is, and it's so beautiful the way she starts it. I have not heard the recording of it, um, but I do have the words she says. She starts by just... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Very bluntly saying, my husband was diagnosed with what used to be called Asperger's. Now, I just really quickly want to explain that. Yeah, explain that because Asperger's is something that you know, some people may know about, mm-hmm. but it seems like the understanding of it has evolved recently. Right. So, um, so Asperger's is a, is characterized as like a high functioning type of autism. Mm-hmm. The reason that we don't say Asperger's anymore, to my understanding, is basically because it is on the autism spectrum. And because autism is a spectrum, yeah. um, to, to separate Asperger's as its own, part of the spectrum doesn't really vibe with the entire spectrum. Also, it makes it easier for those who are on that end of the spectrum to get access to services ah. uh, and to have insurance coverage for those services. Okay, So it's a pragmatic reason. Then and it's also just a, a, a greater understanding of what it means. Exactly. That it is part of the autism spectrum. Yeah, okay. So, sense. but people do all also understand what Asperger's is because you've heard of it as it's been referred to as many people in history or, you know, as it's been applied to people in history or people in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, uh, my husband has been, was diagnosed with what used to be called Asperger's. Asperger's. He has autism spe- autism spectrum disorder. He's on the spectrum. And there were some signs early on. And then she says um, there were ha moments. Um, but she said that she and then she says in the in the midst of that, she says, I want to stop myself. I don't want to go too fast because I want to make sure I get this right. Oh. And she says something to the effect of because I love him so much and I want you all to understand why I love him so much. Oh, that's really great. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. One of the things about, um, and I'm this is me talking, not saying her <laughs> words. Um, one of the things about um, about autism spectrum disorder, my, I have a son who is 12 who has this type of autism who's on the spectrum. Um, and one of the things that is difficult to explain to people and is also hard to understand is the difficulty in recognizing social cues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is a thing that can be really frustrating to encounter 
when there isn't a filter. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes my son, for example, will tell you what is on his mind because that is what you do. Well, because right? why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? Why I asked wouldn't? him a question. Yep. So he's going to tell me the truth yep. in the most clear and concise way he can. Mm-hmm. So if I said to him, Ali, uh, does this outfit look okay on me? And he'd say, actually, it looks really terrible on you. And he's like, well, why wouldn't you want right. to hear you that, Mom? Right. Because exactly. you asked me the question. He doesn't, uh, he right. w- he doesn't nuance it. Um, mm-hmm. Now, we've worked very hard on learning mm-hmm. to do that. Well, that is something that I think can be really off-putting to many people. What's beautiful about the way Amy Schumer tells this story in her comedy special Growing on Netflix, which is uh, released today, is she explains that it's these types of things that actually made her fall in love with him because there is an inability to not tell the truth or to tell the to tell a lie. He cannot tell a lie he is always telling a blunt truth Mm -hmm. and she found that to be so attractive where other people might nuance it and you'd be wondering what they really meant he just would tell the blunt truth gosh can you imagine being amy schumer well that's the Uh, thing you know being being a celebrity and being in the world of hollywood where people are always double speaking you and are always essentially being vague with the truth or allowing the truth to be malleable in a way that is self-servicing to the person who's delivering it. And then she meets her future husband who is really honest and open. And when you're honest and open, that can also mean that you're really honest and open with loving, positive, affirmative emotions. Well, and this is why you start to understand why, it happened so quickly for them. Yeah. Because if she had been faced for so much of her career and so many people that she dated with a lot of BS, right. That now she's confronted with somebody who cannot give her BS because he literally does not speak in BS that, that that was attractive to her. And I just have to say, as you know, as I read this and I'm sure other parents who have children on the spectrum, um, I see so much hope in this because there are people who can accept that lack of filter in the world mm-hmm. who will love the people who don't have a filter. If they don't see that lack of filter yeah, as, as being a, as, a flaw. Exactly. It's actually something that other people lovingly embrace and they mm-hmm. want it to be a part of their life and they want these people to be in their life because yeah. they have so much to offer and they celebrate it and celebrate it and yes. that's exactly you know that's exactly why i celebrate it and i celebrate amy schumer and i'm very thankful that she decided to put this in this act and i'm very thankful that the tabloids have picked up this story and that are and made it. this a headline because i think it's a very positive story to be sharing and i am thankful that she is breaking stigmas about what autism looks like uh, and what the spectrum is and what people who are on the spectrum are and how absolutely able uh, and how bright uh, and how gifted how gifted people on the spectrum are it is uh, just a beautiful thing and i'm very thankful for it so we're celebrating the beautiful things and i love you amy schumer amy schumer growing you can check it out i know tonight yeah exactly it's on netflix as we speak all right when we come back Bear Grylls has got his brand all wrong. And uh, we're going to tell you all about it after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. 
Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.